that's way too high energy. I won't do that again. <laughs> And welcome to the Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. Right, we are back again. We had a little bit of a break for a couple of weeks. I was pooing through the eye of a needle. <laughs> there we go. I wasn't going to say anything, but Tom was pooing through the eye of a needle. Yes. Um, since then, as well, Russ, he's on paternity leave. Indeed. For the next couple of weeks. So, uh, Congratulations to uh, Russ and his wife, Char, yes. uh, who are actually uh, far better friends of Dan than they are of yep. me. Um, but congratulations to uh, them on the birth of their first child. Um, so instead, we're going to do like a... Russ described it best. He goes, just do like a never mind the Buzzcocks thing. Get like a guest host in. So tonight's guest host is young Jack. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, good stuff. Jack is someone I work with, but knows a load of stuff about nerdy things, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, a fair bit, yeah. And you also do something with aliens and predators I, or something. I'm a global mod on AVP Galaxy. There you go. Very big AVP website. Awesome, cool. <laughs> Tom's I eyes didn't just lit this up. was the Jack. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this is this is the best. Right, <laughs> right. Okay. Do you just want to talk brilliant. about Alien vs Predator instead of? Oh fuck, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, fuck that. <laughs> we can we can just talk about Alien if you like. That's cool. Okay, we got we got a thing. But you and I, my friend, are going to talk. Well, we'll, we'll definitely get him, get you on again at some yeah. point, and we'll yeah. talk Alien vs Predator or Alien, oh, not Alien vs Predator. We'll talk about that pile of shit. Sorry, but. man, the cogs didn't click. Yeah. Like Dan's already told me all about you, and, okay. and, and I've been very excited about meeting you. So when I when I amazing to meet you, when 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 I've um, when I've mentioned Jack in the past, it's generally been about board games as well. So big into board games, obviously. Yeah, yeah, all of my money goes there. So. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, all of his hard-earned money. Well. His own, well, his money, yeah, his money. Okay, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I've just realised you're very helpfully wearing your work name. I thought I gave it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, got a name badge, want to be easily identified. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. It's like, we, you know, we can just ask your opinion. You just go, so what do you think about this uh, Jack? <laughs> Jack, is it? How do you pronounce it? Is it a soft J or is it Jack? Ack. Yeah. Yeah, just Ack. Just Ack. Just Ack. Okay, right. So let's start how we normally start. Ack, what are you going to play? Uh, a lot uh, Titanfall 2 with you recently a uh, fair bit of Rocket League a little bit of World of Warcraft uh, a bit of Battlefield 1 as well pretty much everything that's come out in the last few weeks sounds good have you been watching anything? Uh, I have been watching anime I've been watching Naruto series 1 because yeah. <laughs> and is it good? it's not bad I've done 5 or 6 episodes have you heard of Akira? I've watched that uh, I, I, I have it, but I've never watched it, along with about 60 other films that just sit in my cupboards. Yeah, the wait, dusty wait, cupboards. Waiting yeah, to yeah. be watched. Yeah. yeah, sure. Oh, I started watching Black Adder Go Forth again last night. Oh, oh really? Oh, what, what inspired by Battlefield 1? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I was like, because of how cheery this is, I'm going to go watch some Black Adder. And so cheerful as well. <laughs> also, I've got to say, Battlefield 1, yeah. I've, I've read, obviously, the reviews, and I know that they've got... I mean, obviously, Battlefield 1, it's all about multiplayer, but... The single player. There is a single player. Yeah, and it's kind of stories from. Yeah, there's like fields. five separate stories. One, you're a tank driver mm. in uh, France. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one, you are a pilot, and you're doing a thing where you're attacking like a big German encampment. Mm. There's one set in the desert. I think will answer of Arabia, but I don't know if that's the right time period. But I know that's one of the weapons you can get. Wow. Uh, and there's one in Italy. And there is one more that I can't quite remember at the moment. No, fair is. I've heard that Russia isn't in it. Russia isn't in it. I don't think f- you're in France, but they're not like a playable team in oh, it right. so far, which is a bit weird. But I imagine stuff like that might be DLC yeah. at some point. I mean, the Russian front of World War One was quite. I mean, it was it was very different to the other front. I mean, it was a very mobile war. Um, mm. It was a, there was a lot of fluctuation and you know didn't really bog down into trench warfare, so maybe maybe that's the issue really. Mm. Potentially, yeah. But you thought that'd be something they'd be up for? Yeah, it's because most of it, like it's it's probably the least realistic World War One game in that you're not just sat in trenches for eighteen hours at a time, getting trench up getting trench and then eventually you just climb over and die. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they've kind of mixed it about to kind of have a bit more playability. A bit steampunky, uh, a little bit. 
Yeah, uh, not so steampunk, but yeah, you've got obviously your big zeppelins and the oh, tanks yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. There's a lot more automatic weapons than I kind of expected in in World yeah. War One. But, but I many apart from machine guns. They tend to be pretty stationary as well, yeah. don't they? So. But I think obviously with the way that Mark Lash shooters are, if everyone's just got single shot rifles and it's going <laughs> yeah. to take a while. <laughs> they kill Hang you on. just as soon as I reload. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like Civil War games never really kicked off, and you just had to shoot and spent five minutes reloading. Oh, fuck, yeah. No, but I mean, people have tried, haven't they, in the past? They've tried to do the sort of Civil mm. War thing with muskets and things like that, people spending, you know, an entire minute reloading yeah. just to take that shot that unfortunately twitch aiming just. Oh, no, oh, missed it, right? Hang on, here we go. Just you can get my fluffy poker. <laughs> you could do it. You could do that. You could take your shot, and then like a quick time thing. Just like hit button now, hit the right trigger. It slows it down to Push 40 up. seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and basically it's just you with one other guy in front of you just <laughs> frantic with a fluffy stoker <laughs> yeah. it's like it's when you're both reloading at the same time and then you're just like crap who's going to shoot <laughs> yeah. A instead of X and it goes out to the side of it instead of down the just drop a grenade on the floor <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then you pull up the laser <laughs> the laser because obviously there's a laser, the in, death in, laser in my version which is probably not real so you've played you've watched have you done anything uh no, not really. I've just stayed at home. I'm, I'm not the most exciting person. <laughs> You're in good company. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't really tend to leave the house that often at night. No, no. Tom, what have you been up to? Anyway? What have I been up to? Yeah. Pooing. I know. We're aware of that. Yeah, a lot. Is that it? Did yeah. you play anything? Oh, uh, well... In not just wipe you. Yeah. I, I wasn't doing. asking about your bowel movements. <laughs> yeah. Doing consistency is back to normal. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so playing yeah. in anticipation of Dishonored Two yeah. being just around the corner. Started playing the definitive edition on, on Xbox One. Yeah. Really, really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, managed to help through the first sort of five <clears throat> missions, um, including the excellent um, Lady Boyle's Last Party, which is the one where you go to the Masked Ball. And um, you have to work out which of the three uh, uh, Boyle sisters is the one you've got to take out. And you do that by talking to people and interacting with the guests mm. and all that stuff. And it's just fucking brilliant. And I can't wait to finish it. And I'm going to do the two bits of DLC, hopefully before the game launches. Yeah, yeah. And so I can go in with all the kind of knowledge and stuff like that. I'm really looking forward to Dishonored 2. That's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be really great. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, I've played a little bit of... Um, uh, Outlast was uh, the, the the horror game. Outlast. Halloween thing, didn't it? It yeah. was yeah. It was uh, you got the terror pack, which was uh, Outlast the game and its uh, expansion pack, mm. Whistleblower, um, for a fiver. I'm um, just like fuck yes, like yes. It, it was just so easy. I was yeah. like brilliant. So I've been playing a bit of that. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. It's probably not happened with the pooing either. No, it didn't. <laughs> I mean, to be quite honest, I think it just prolonged things. If, I, if I, I'm going to say it was just like. <laughs> Oh no! Oh I mean, no! I mean, not to not to draw too graphic a, a line, but there was a point I remember at one point um, at the peak of my illness where I was sat on the toilet wrapped in a towel, um, literally absolutely unaware that I I was still pooing. You know, I just couldn't. I could. I could not feel anything. It was just I was numb. Like it was. It was absolutely awful. I mean, I look back on it now and laugh because it's just such a weird thing. Like three in the morning, wrapped in a towel, like <laughs> I just wanted to end, you know. <laughs> and yeah, anyway, um, so that's like Outlast, <laughs> yeah. um, which is great, and it, it's it, it's one of those like proper, it's proper good just because it's so simple. Mm. You know, you are just on your own, surrounded by maniacs in a scary asylum. It's pitch dark most of the time, and the only way you can see things is by using the night vision mode on your video camera, which isn't that effective, so you can't really see a lot. So it just fucks with you the whole time. The jump scares are brilliant, um, and just the atmosphere and pacing is really, really tense. I think if the lights were on, you'd zip through the game, because I don't think there's much ground to cover. It's mm. not, you know, but yeah. Because you are literally edging around every corner, I think it's... Uh, you know, it's probably what inspired the kind of pacing of Alien Isolation. Mm, yeah. Another great game. Um, and watching, um, the wife and I watched, uh, we've been back into The Apprentice. We haven't watched much of the recent mm. series, so we just kind of crashed through the first four episodes. Um, the Apprentice UK, which is great. Um, Silent Sugar is literally chewing the scenery like um, <laughs> the, guy that, the guy that played the Emperor in the Star Wars prequels. 
Um, he's just ridiculous. Like it's absolutely ridiculous how how frustrated he gets over the tiniest of infractions <laughs> by people who he's not even going to hire to do the stuff that they, he's they, setting. They to do, do seem a lot more terrible this year, though. So I've, I've been watching it as well, and they're all just clueless. Yeah, and it's just like surely you get you get one or two people each year that kind of know what they're doing. This time it's just like no, just take you off the street, grab you, just make a poster, and they can't even do that. Oh mate, it's like it's like. Um, it's like you say, there's always out of the bunch of people who continually say, I'm going to give it 110%, you know, without a blink of irony, because, of course, 110% is not a real percentage. No, no. 100 not. is full capacity. That's why we call it percent, percent per 100. Um, so they're morons, and all of them are those morons, uh, including the, the one guy I thought was going to be pretty good was the sort of um, pleasantly tubby kind of, Usual, like I'm the only, I'm the everyman. Pleasantly tubby, is pleasantly tubby sort of everyman. The guy that I was like, you know, you're you're the person that I consider my feet to be in your shoes if I was there. But he just turned out to be a prick as well. <laughs> so that's it, really. Oh, and uh, watched a little bit more of The Office UK just because it's on in the background and it's comforting. Yeah, it really is, safe. isn't it? I feel safe when it's on, especially um, the second series, episode four which starts with Gareth um, seeing Tim and Rachel making out in the corridor and him saying, is there any chance of anything going on with me and you while you're with Tim? <laughs> and she goes, what do you what like? And he goes, what do you mean specifically? A hand job? <laughs> and then he just goes, do you know what? Just, just think about it. And then walks off. And it's just like a brilliant Gareth moment. I fucking love it. Um, yes, that's it. Cool. Hang on. Dan, what have you been up Why, to? Why, thanks for asking, Tom. Yeah. I have actually played a few games. I've played a fair bit of Half-Life 2. Good man. Yeah. Where, where are you up to? I have just got past Ravenhome. Good. Yeah. So you've actually crashed through quite a bit of it. Is that quite a bit of it then? Oh, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, Ravenhome is kind of the halfway point. Is that where you get the gravity gun? That's the one, yeah. yeah. That's a good place. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fun. fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I'm so really you, enjoying it. So you yeah. come out of the mine. This just in. Half-Life 2 is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought, eh? Better decade late to the party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, let's, let's, let's not split hairs. You're 12 years late <laughs> to this party. You're over 12 years late. <laughs> but to be fair, I guess there's probably a lot of people who are 12 years late. Yeah. And saw its release on the Xbox One uh, backwards compatibility list yeah. as like, oh my god, I can now play Half-Life 2. I'd already downloaded it and I didn't realise. I'd already bought it on Xbox Live apparently, which is good. Cause, so I've been played a bit of that. And then every game came out. So I've played, and I've only played, like, hardly any of them. I bought Virginia, haven't played that, that's meant to be really good. I bought Resident Evil 4, I've played that before, but I haven't played it this time round either. I bought Titanfall 2, and I finally got around to playing a bit of that last night. Which is (laughs) so much fun. I love, Titanfall is probably my favourite first person shooter. I believe that you believe that. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say exactly that. And the I want it to become like a t-shirt that we sell on like some god-awful site for 20 quid. The, um, the, the single-player campaign is really good fun as well. It's pretty generic Call of Duty stuff, but it's generic Call of Duty stuff with really fun mechanics. So that's good. Hang on around to playing Battlefield 1. Bought that. I uh, haven't got around to playing Gears of War 4. Jack here bought me that. Yes, very you're cool. welcome for that. I haven't actually had a chance to sit down and play that. Played a ton of Rocket League. I managed to find time for that. Time for that though. Yeah, but Rocket League is awesome. Rocket League is so much fun. I'm so so bad at it. You're not that bad. I'm pretty bad. I you're like be- you're better than the AI. I'm better than <laughs> <laughs> just. Yes. It's That's marginal. Like a centipede. Just I'm, I'm talking about the AI that from the other side of the field just nudges the ball continually until it's in its own goal <laughs> so yeah I'm marginally better than that um, watching watch some more Rick and Morty been watching season 2 of that haven't finished that yet god damn it Dan but apparently that's <laughs> Rick and Morty's great if you get a chance watch it Tom yeah, it's on yeah, Netflix no, you, keep, you keep saying it is really really funny I believe uh, that you believe I knew you were going to say that again uh, we went to see Doctor Strange as well oh yeah I've got about that. Doctor Strange is good. I enjoyed Doctor Strange. Yes, okay. Enjoyed. I thought it was good, Tom. Sorry, Doctor Strange. Oh right, good. I haven't seen it. No. No. Okay. Fine. Good. Fuck yeah. you. I, no, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, I was expecting. I believe that you. I'm believe. a big. I'm a big. No, no, no. I, I will save that for um, peak moments of yeah. annoyance. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no. I. Um, I'm a big Marvel film fan, mm. so I. I mean, I will obviously watch it at some point. Yeah. I, I mean, I waited until Civil War came out yeah. on the Xbox Store to watch yeah. that. And I watched it 
uh, well, I think I said in the last podcast recently, I thought Civil War was fucking brilliant. You, you enjoyed it, though? It was, I, thought um, you didn't, I thought you didn't enjoy it. Uh, well, we haven't actually I've, spoken about the podcast. I've, I've watched it again. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I enjoyed it actually a lot more. Um, uh, uh, I enjoyed it a lot more on the second viewing than I did the first. The yeah. first, I have to admit, I lost interest halfway through. Yeah. Uh, and the ending, I just thought, was absolutely awful. Yeah. Um, it was really shit. And I also thought that the Captain America character, yeah. um, it, after watching it the first time, totally just doesn't make any sense just decides to forsake everything for the sake of his mate Bucky despite the fact he's done horrible things and there are so many people that hate him and I just think it just feels all out of character no it makes sense if you've watched Winter Soldier because the whole thing in Winter Soldier is to the government that's fucking everything up to hear the government come in civil war and say we want to take control of this and, and he's obviously quite suspicious of it that's all I'll say on that he is, but at yeah. the same time, I do. Uh, I see the other side of it, mm. like Tony Stark's view, which was, we fucking killed people no. last time we did this. Tony Stark set up a number of things that nearly killed people, well, killed a lot of people. Yeah, but even in their rescue efforts, ended yeah. up accidentally killing people and stuff. And he, even he is just kind of like, we we need oversight because we can't be. That, I mean, that's the point. That's what yeah. you're saying. We need oversight. Which, by the way, is the name of the project that goes horribly wrong in uh, Winter Soldier. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. Um, I, I get it. I understand why. I understand why. I, I side with Captain America because I love Captain America. Yeah, well, and, of course you do. And that's the only reason. I, you're right. <laughs> Obviously, registering these nuclear weapon-powered whatever superheroes yeah. makes sense. But, yes. but Tony's heart's such a dickhole that I just can't... It's just a giant guilt trip for him. He's like, oh, people don't like me anymore. Yeah. Got to make people like me again. I think it adds another layer. I think at least it adds... that it's Well, it's kind of playing on the, the Iron Man redemption mm. thing again. Which actually I quite I find quite a compelling storyline. Actually, I quite like that. Well, weapons dealer turned yeah do gooder because he can't just be playboy kind of hey just flying yeah. around in my suit all the time. See, but Captain America has changed so much. Like from the first Avengers film, mm. uh, he was quite um, idealistic, yeah. and you know he was the one making the quest. Oh, I understood that reference. Mm. You know, we should do it just because it's right yeah. and stuff like that, which was great. But ended up trashing most of Manhattan yeah you know obviously not all of that's his fault I'm not going to blame him for an yeah. alien invasion um, but he comes out of it relatively sane at the end yeah. um, he just seems to shrug all these things off and then of course gets completely um, sidelined by yes obviously Hydra was in mm. charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that sort of stuff And but he still disavowed and forsake, forsook everything mm. forsook? is that it? forsooken? No, I don't know maybe forsooken forsooken yeah forsooken <laughs> yeah Please, love God, hope my new boss is for, listening. For sake? Um, forsook? Forsooth? No? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, he fucking ignored. Um, yeah, he ignored everything to go after Bucky, who mm. was the Wind Soldier, who was an assassin, who was being used, admittedly against his will, but in the next film, in Civil War, mm. you get a lot. It feels like Bucky was kind of conscious of some level of what he was doing. Or at least believed he was doing it for the greater good, mm. and of course, then you, you find out that he actually killed Tony Stark's parents. Yeah. You you kind of start going, no wonder Tony Stark can never forgive them for this. It's fucking horrible. I totally understand everything that's going on. Yeah, I I um I don't think it's as black and white. I let Marvel yeah, Universe yeah, no, no, is no, trying to be black and white with everything all the time. No, no, I, I think like, that's he's good. He's evil. Oh, it's Captain America film, so he's doing everything right, and it's it's a Captain America film. Um, but that's that's what I think. Civil War's so good that, that they're not none of them. Neither of them are the good guys, and neither of them are the bad guys in that film. Yes, and even Ant Man actually is just kind of there for yeah. the ride. It's just like, oh, I need a, someone to help. Yeah, and he just just comes along and then turns into Giant Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fucking great. Yeah, Spider- and Spider Man's wonderful, great. right? That was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. That really. Awesome. Second, Tony, was... how old is this guy? <laughs> but on the second time I watched it. Yeah. I just kind of got lost in the whole like spectacle of the thing, yeah. and it was like I, I just kind of that fight at the airport was great, yeah. and yeah, that um, smash up um, between uh, Bucky, uh, Captain America, and and Tony Stark mm. at the end um, was great. Although I still feel a bit pissed off that um, Captain America decides the best thing to do is to disable Tony Stark in the middle of fucking nowhere. How's he going to get back? Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! He, he should have fucking killed him. For what he did, he should have killed him. 
Why should you have killed Tony Stark? Because he's been a dickhole throughout the whole film. There's no reason to kill the him. Bit, the bit that... Oh, I was so annoyed. When it's basically Tony Stark's fault that Rhodey's paralysed. Because he tries, he, he forces the Vision to try and take down... Um, Falcon. Falcon, yeah. And then the Falcon lands to make sure he's alright. And Tony Stark just blows him away. Yeah. It's like, you fucking dick! He's not done anything wrong. I Well, I thought he... I thought he blasted him out of the way because the Falcon, um, he get, well the Falcon got in the way of War Machine. I thought no. So what happened Falcon was the Falcon moves, moves out of the way of the laser thing, and then it hits Rose because the Vision's Rose. distracted because he's in love with Scarlet Witch. Oh, but yeah, but at yeah. the same time he blasts him out of the way as well because they're on opposite sides. Yeah, like, no, but it's, it's, it's clearly a moment of well, like let's stop for a second. This isn't cool, and just blast him out of the way. I think Tony was more annoyed that one of the suits he made got broken. Yeah, maybe. At the end of the day, though, put yourself into Tony Stark's shoes, discovering that the man that you're... Oh, no, 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 no. ...ally is the one that, even though you may not necessarily have been aware of it, is the one that killed your parents for whatever reason. I think up until that point, the the conscience of the film is on Captain America's side Mm. up until that moment. Don't get me wrong. I think that moment sways it to the middle. Mm. Where you both think, ah, they've both fucked up here, actually. They're both yeah. a bit shit. But we know it's the Avengers, and we know that in the next film, where they all come back together, that they're all going to be, you know, they, they do fight yeah. evil together. Yeah. This, this is all good, you know, this yeah. is all going to come together and it's, be good. It's good to see it's got a conscience that other superhero films yeah. don't necessarily have, is as what we I think. come around to 23 minutes. <laughs> yeah, fuck, right, let's move on. Right, so, news. News! Right, okay, shall I start? I was going to bring like a xylophone or something to do a news <laughs> thing, but I thought it might be a bit gay. I love it. No, do it. <laughs> or like a stylophone. Yeah, just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall I get? Shall I kick us off? So news. 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 Right. Should we start with news from a couple of weeks ago? Oh yes. Uh, Bethesda not sending out uh, early access codes to reviewers anymore. Oh no. You read about this? I have. <clears throat> I, I'm asking. I'm saying this because I kind of want your viewpoint on this, having reviewed games before and mm. someone that's kind of closer to it than I am. I'm cool with it personally because what, I think the only pe- review code. Yeah, I think the only people it affects is the reviewers themselves. I don't think it affects anyone else. Like if if you're that concerned about reading a review before you buy a game, don't buy the game till you read the review. Wait a week. It's going to be there. Games are downloadable now. Okay, admittedly, that's, yeah. a, that's a perfectly valid mm. way of looking at it. But, how it's been mm. forever, yeah. up to now, is that, and to be fair, games developers have got a hell of a lot more selective mm. um, over the last few years of who they send them to. It's always been the way that mm. you make something new, yeah. something new for consumption. Yeah. And people get to see it at an advanced screen mm. or play it at an, uh, an advanced play or get review code to do yeah. it so that well in advance yeah. of the release date, people get the viewpoint of their favourite and most trusted source Yeah, before it goes out. Because the point is that a lot of people like to get hold of stuff on the day it launches and will make time to go out. If they have to wait for a mm. week while everyone else is fucking playing it to find out whether it was worth it, then they miss out. People like to buy stuff on launch mm. day. They like to have it on the day. I think not giving out review code beforehand is a bit like is a bit like two fingers up. Most reviewers are going to ignore it. They're mm. going to review other stuff in their place. They're going to give it. Their, but that's the right answer. But sometimes reviews mm. are the reason why things sell so well. Yeah. So, but then the reviews are still going to come out, but late. Yeah. The, I think the only people it affects are the reviewers, and I think a lot of people that are complaining are the reviewers. I haven't seen much in the way of people that don't aren't involved in games quite heavily complaining too much about it. I think it's a business move. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, they are a business. Everyone needs everyone else to survive. Yeah. So They're advertising magazines, you advertise yeah. on websites, and if you decide to cut them off from your product in the way that you've traditionally happened before, then you're going to receive animosity. But that's what... People will start reviewing unfairly hmm. and unobjectively. That's true. But then just don't review the game at all. Don't give it any publicity. I think, I think a lot of the time with 
a lot of people they know if they're going to buy a game the day it mm. comes out or mm-hmm. not. Like mm-hmm. for me, if say a new Dynasty Warriors game came out, I'd be like, I'll buy that straight away because I know I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think re- reviews generally benefit people. I I feel that you're kind of umming and eyeing over whether you're going to get it or not. <clears throat> um, so it's. If the reviews come up a couple of days late, it's not a game that you're going to want to get straight away. Mm. But it's like FIFA comes out every year. FIFA could get terrible reviews. People will still buy it on the first day because it's FIFA. Same with Call of Duty, which has come out today. Uh, and I just think, like, if a review's a little bit late, and then I think that obviously just helps people that aren't are quite on the fence if they want to get it or not. Because it's like you said yourself, you're probably going to get Dishonored too. Yeah. If it gets terrible reviews, is there a good chance you're still going to pick it up? Probably not. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm not a pre-orderer. I don't want a pre-order. Mm. I don't want to get something on the first And that's, that's the thing. Would... The only way of making an effective change here is to is for the people reviewing games yeah. to um, not review the games. And then the if it really is affecting the consumers, don't buy the game. Exactly. Don't buy the game. Don't review the games. And eventually Bethesda will go, fine, have some early access codes. If this is affecting our business... Then that's what needs to happen. I think you've still got obviously a lot of YouTubers and streamers out there, which, as with Skyrim, they've got early copies. Yeah. Like I know Dishonored 2 has actually had quite a few previews out and about. Mm. Like I've seen quite a few, whether it's like a demo or, or stuff like that going out. So I think a lot of it is focusing more on the YouTubers and streamers because I mm. think watching someone play it is a lot more engaging than reading mm. uh, an mm. article. A lot more easy like to masturbate well. to as well. Precisely. Obviously, <laughs> Dead or Alive Volleyball. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Favourite mine. Favourite mine. Um, but yeah, I think. But, it's, it's, but that is cutting your nose off to spite your face. Mm. It's basically going. Um, it doesn't cost them anything to no. send out a free review code to a reviewer like they've always done. They've never had a problem with it before. It's just. It just seems to me like a bit of a. They're just trying to kick up a bit of controversy. They're just going to be like, we're not going to let people review our. We're not going to let reviewers have review codes, but we are going to give them to some YouTubers. Yeah. Either that, or they kind of see the way that people the buying trends are going. It just costs them nothing. I don't. Mm. I don't understand what the point of it is. It seems to me like a bit of a petty, shallow, and arrogant. It's just a little bit. It's. It's basically it's a Nintendo move. Yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) actually no, because Nintendo don't know what the internet is, so they wouldn't have streamers or YouTubers. That's true. true. Yeah, they're not people. It's just something that happens to other people. Then the Nintendo (laughs) movies, they'll give them the game and try and sue them for trying to stream. Yeah, (laughs) or they'll just politely ask them to take it down. And people go, "You can't take the internet down." I'm not. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty certain there's a button. That's how it works. I'm pretty sure there's a switch. I've seen the IT crowd. There's a little box. But I am. I, I don't think it affects Bethesda that much. I think it's a business move. Say if they release a game that's... But what do they gain? They don't gain anything. They don't lose anything. Say Dishonored 2. I love is, it when people say that. They go, oh, it's definitely a business move. It's like, it is. It, it's not business. Okay, it's say, just say Dishonored 2 is a massive pile of shit. Mm. Okay? And say <laughs> say the, the, the latest port of Skyrim is a buggy piece of shit, which, from what I understand, it is, but people don't care because it's Skyrim. Right. It's an Elder Scrolls game. Of course it's going to be buggy. Exactly. So... What they're doing is people will still pre-order games. And they could release now just um, a third of a game for Dishonored 2. And they'll have still made money on it because the reviews won't have come out. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a business move. And I think if you do have a problem with it, don't buy the games, for starters, until you've read a review saying whether it's good or bad. Actually, just don't buy the games. If you have a problem with something, don't spend money on it because it will keep happening. Yeah, exactly. But that is what everyone says all the time, and they always say with Nintendo as well. Yeah. When people start to make a reasoned argument a bit mm. against it, people immediately go, uh, "They're not. Fucking, they don't have to make stuff for you. They can do what they want with their IPs. Mm. Don't buy it if you don't want it." And, stuff like that. and people go, "Well, that's not the point. We're trying to have a reasoned discussion." Mm. And there are a, a, a great amount of people who like to read reviews. There are yeah. a great amount of people who um, want to read them just cause. Mm. And actually, it's nice to have them available to read before launch just because and sometimes a review will not affect you in the slightest like you said mm. and actually you kind of think so what's the problem even if it's crap there's still going to be people who are going to buy your game not letting people review it fairly mm. um, actually almost strikes me as, um, as, a, as a former journalist makes me go what are they afraid of yeah, what's no, wrong no, no. with it because that makes me think 
they don't want anyone to review it. They don't want to get bad reviews or they're scared of getting mm. bad reviews. But actually, don't we all live in a westernised global democracy? Well, with, uh, hopefully it's sort of a global democracy or <laughs> a thin world view sort of, um, you know, where we should all be allowed to criticise and applaud. Because to be fair, you could get the best reviews under the, mm. under the sun, but some people are going to fucking hate it anyway. Yeah, like that one person that hated uh, Uncharted 4. And uh, got called out for it by a change.org where, uh, uh, petition to try yeah. and get his review taken down. Exactly. So they got a perfect score. How fucking petty is that? Well, but that's the point, that, uh, though. That's the, the point. People shouldn't be so dependent on one person's was view. It, was it IGN or GameSpot that put up a... I think it was a Zelda review, and then someone gave it an 8.8, mm. and then Nintendo fans went crazy because it was an attempt. Mm. And you got the guy like almost sacked for it or something like that. Yeah. To, for a game to get 10 out of 10 mm. by any ranking, it needs to be pretty much the come of Christ it needs to <laughs> be, be absolutely perfect you know it needs yeah. to be perfect there needs to be nothing flawed it needs to be perfectly balanced it needs to be a, a tour de force from start to finish so Rocket League so Midnight let's put this way Half-Life 2 even at the time um, it's good by the way was, was, was applauded yes oh thank you for the recommendation was, um, was applauded as being so close to perfectly built and perfectly executed but it still wasn't perfect. Mm. It still only got 94 or 92% mm. in places, you know, which is close to perfect, but still going, there are some issues. Yeah. They're a bit pleased with the graphics engine for for their own good. There's too many giant seesaw puzzles. I think some of re- kind of go, that's fair enough. Mm. The point is that, <laughs> you know, I mean, PC Game always used to sort of explain what they meant about kind yeah. of like, you know, 70 to 75 or 70 to 79. This is a good game. Yeah. Anyone who likes this sort of genre of game is probably going to enjoy yeah, yeah. this kind of stuff. It was good because reviews give you that recommendation. There. And also, they're kind of reassuring. They're kind of like, I'm really excited about this. And the reviewers are really confident about it. You know, I saw a review on PC Gamer um, for The Bunker, yeah. right, for my mate Simon, who, who made that game. They only gave it 56%. Mm. Yet the review talks about it in really glowing praises. So I was reading it kind of going... So they're talking about really glowing terms, and then they go in the last paragraph. Oh, it's, it's absolutely brilliant, but maybe it's a bit too nostalgic. Fifty-six uh, percent, <laughs> and you kind of go, "Hang on, I've just been reading this review. The the final score doesn't match up uh, mm. with the with the um, with what's been written before." But that's kind of the thing with review scores: is that if someone sees something that's a five out of ten, they'll be like, "That's a bad game." When a five out of ten is average, mm. it's like it seems to be like you have to be an eight or a nine to be a good game. Anything kind of lower than that is just kind of supposed to be bad. Mm. So no, it's, I've always found it a bit weird. I mean, you've got some websites now that don't give out a score, and they'll mm. be like recommended uh, Eurogame, for instance, like recommended essential stuff like that, which I think is a better way of doing it. But it's like, yeah, scores themselves just, yeah, they just seem kind of arbitrary. It's like someone could give something a 10 out of 10, someone could say it's the worst thing ever. I just, I just didn't get it. Mm. It was so strange. Um, which is why I say they're a loser or gain anything because. There are so many different sources of reviews that developers like Splendid Games who made The Bunker, mm. they're going to get some great reviews, they're going to get some shit reviews, they're going to get some middle-of-the-road reviews. And they released early code because they were just like, we want people to play, we want people to, we want people to get a good mix. So here, the, the thing about this then is maybe it's a good opportunity for sites like IGN, Kotaku, Polygon. And the Polygon was the, the most biased Sorry. article I read. Kotaku was surprisingly unbiased, which is unusual for Kotaku. <laughs> yeah. um, with, the, with the way they said it, they go, they're doing this, but we kind of get it, it's a business move. We think it's probably because they don't want us to review games early, but what can we do? It's up to them at the end of the day. Yeah. Polygons was, this is an outrage, don't pre-order games, don't pre-order games, which is fine, and I agree with, but the general message was, we're annoyed we're not getting these, uh, these early review copies. It's something you don't have a right to. Um, with the NFL stuff, I do. If someone says you can't go to practices anymore, I'll be like, "Fair enough." I kind of always felt like I was sneaking in anyway. It's not my right to go view practices, to go interview NFL players. But they lose nothing by letting you. Um, you say that right, but say I get in and I know something about a player that no one else knows, and I bring it up, and I'm surrounded by media of the NFL um, and I bring up a, a past indiscretion maybe <laughs> and and that's and that kicks off a whole media storm uh, around the team and the team would have known about it 
for example, there's a player that's been released because of a domestic abuse charge. And when I went to the practice, the press conference of the head coach, all the questions were, did you know about this? Did you know about this? Did you know about this? So say if I do know something, and I think that's a reasonable analogy for a bad review, potentially. I can understand why Bethesda are doing it. If they get a bad review, it could potentially kill a game. That's, that's why I get it, though. That's why I get why they're doing it. It's entirely up to them to do that. It, it absolutely is. And, yeah. and, and to be honest, from a personal point of view, yeah. and, from, and as you said, from my, yeah. from my background as well, yeah. I see it as petty. I see it as a, um, I see it as a petty yeah. move. It's a bit of a dick move. It's a bit like suddenly just going, yep, yeah, so, you know, the, so the independent yeah. kind of um, the... Uh, the voice of the people, yeah. well, not so much the voice of the people, what am I trying to say? The people that some people look to yeah. for an idea of what something's going to be like and whether they will like it. Yeah. And, you know, the, not, it may be a, fucking hell, I can't think of a good way of saying this. I'm just, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say something. I'm mm. trying to say things, <laughs> but it's not coming out the right way. I think, I, I, I think to just suddenly turn that tap off. Yeah. With little to no explanation yeah. or justification. And in fact, it's been pretty much everyone else but Bethesda hmm. who have come up with reasons why they did it or yeah. something. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a bit kind of like going, we don't want to get bad reviews anymore because yeah. we're, we're terrified. And actually, you kind of go, well, 3D Realms and Gearbox didn't mind so much when they reduced Duke Nukem Forever. Hmm. They still gave people codes for that and they knew it was a piece of shit. And they knew they were going to get crap reviews. It still sold really well mm. because it was Duke Nukem Forever and everyone was waiting for it. Um, Road to Hell, uh, sorry, Ride to Hell Retribution, arguably one of the worst games that's ever been committed to yeah. um, uh, you know, to the digital medium. The developers must have known it was a piece of shit. Yeah. And yet they still released re- uh, review code and it's something of a cult kind of, have you played that piece yeah. of crap? You know, kind of thing. I don't think people lose anything by just letting people review it. I think it's a free code to a handful of people. It's never hurt them in the past. Why is it going to start hurting them now? Yeah, you know, a little company like Bethesda, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is it really going to give? Are they really going to give a shit? I, I just think it's. It, I say it's entirely up to them to do what they want. What I would say is, if anyone has a problem with it, just don't buy the games. Just. Which if, is the Nintendo argument. If you don't like it, don't, don't yeah. buy it. But people do keep fucking buying them, is mm. the problem. And that's the issue. It, it, the only way anyone can affect change is with their wallet. That's all they care about at the end of the day. So, if you have a problem, don't buy Dishonored 2 or Skyrim Special Edition. <laughs> I will be buying both. But still. Even if the reviews are terrible yeah. for either of those, yeah. it's not going to stop them saying. No, 100%. Or just buy the old Skyrim on PC because it's pretty much the same. There you go. Someone said, once you get over <clears throat> the new graphics, it's yeah. just Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. But you can replace the dragons with Matching Man Randy Savage. You can't on the console range. Xbox One, I believe you can. Can you? I think so. That's my PS4 you can, can because Sony are for the players and all that. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's, move, let's move on, shall we? Yes. Um, let's talk about Skyrim Special Edition. Have you got An something? update for the Skyrim Special Edition is now available <laughs> in beta form on Steam. Um... So it's just been released, and it's already got a, mess, a great big patch, which um, <laughs> includes general performance and optimization fixes. There was an issue with save games being marked as modded, through, even though no mods were active. Um, it corrects issues with NPCs not appearing in their proper spots. And something uh, they, uh, PC Gamer put here, hopefully that includes the horse that got away in the opening sequence when I played. Apparently one just disappeared <laughs> like, out, from, out from underneath each other. Um, you would have thought they'd see this stuff coming having released the game before well, exactly. the same thing. <laughs> it also included an update because some sound files were uh, not using compression um, which um, resulted in really bad audio some sound files were working but not all of them were it was a bit strange um, but it's all in beta so hopefully they're going to be able to iron out um, everyone in Bethesda just yeah, having a giant case of deja words. vu it's, it's alright though because Skyrim didn't come out a long time ago so no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, on Steam, yeah. there were, before the Skyrim Special Edition came yeah. out, there were probably about 20,000 people still playing it yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Um, 
you know, on a sort of semi-regular basis. Now, this one's come out, special edition. It's now a completely separate entity in your Steam library. Um, you've now got millions of people mm. playing it again, um, which is great. Um, because I think more people should play Skyrim because it is a landmark. Um, it's just a shame that it's a game that's been out for fucking ages, like you say, <laughs> that's already gone through all of its bug testing and, and issues, <laughs> yeah. and yet still has bugs. And yeah. like, it's just, it just seems so weird. Especially on a PC version, because you would have Especially thought it's just they've up, the, all the textures are a bit better, they've upgraded the engine a bit, but it's still the same bugs. It's still the same bugs. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I haven't bought it yet. No? No, I was going to, yeah. but I didn't. I got it because Sarah wanted to play it, mm-hmm. and that was that was literally the only reason. I've heard I, I was, the character models are still quite blocky. Yeah, they don't look great. The Bethesda <laughs> stare. Here's the problem: since Skyrim came out, Dragon Age has come out, The Witch has come out, and both games could probably be arguably considered maybe a little bit better than Skyrim. Potentially. What's that? Dragon Age and The Witcher. I don't think Dragon Age. I think The Witcher, mm. you could probably say yes. But people will still buy Skyrim. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> News. News. <Yeah. laughs> uh, it's happened, Tom. Yeah. Sombra's been announced for Overwatch. Finally Yay! at BlizzCon. Sombra's a character in Overwatch. That's literally all I know because every time I see it, I get incredibly bored. Do you know more about the character? I don't, uh, she's a hacker. Oh, she's, edgy. <laughs> yeah. How cool. Is like, that like Johnny Lee Miller in that film? <laughs> Jackers. <laughs> in that film. In Plunkett and McLean. <laughs> That's not yeah. even him. <laughs> um, or or the, the, the little girl in Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but what is Sombra? She can hack things. I'm just thinking. Special move is a big hack thing. Overwatch fans have been banging on about this for months and finally they've announced it. And you, know, you know what their fandom's like. Yeah, I know what their fandom is like. It's a very good point. Anyway, they've also announced Overwatch League, which is exciting. I imagine Sarah will be up for that. And uh, they've announced a new map as well and a new arcade mode. Oh. Mm. Exciting times for Overwatch. Uh, yeah. Really. I know you're excited, Tom. Yes, I'm I'm absolutely coming apart. That <laughs> seems with excitement. Definitely. And lots of Blizzard stuff. You've got a new Hearthstone expansion out as well. Uh, yeah, which is Gadgets Are, which is, I think, 132 new cards and a few new faction bits and bobs like that. So, Hearthstone's one of those games I played and went, this is intimidating, and stopped playing. It's just a card game, Dan. Yeah, but it's it's more than that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry. Um, so, so, so deeper. Yeah. Diablo as well. Diablo, a new uh, Necromancer class, which will be coming out next year, as well as a remastered version of the first Diablo which I think is coming out in the next couple Remastered of Remastered the first Diablo? Within Diablo 3. Oh, cool. So, I don't know quite how that's going to work. I imagine it'll be like a separate area. But mm. Diablo 3 is a great game. I need to go back to it at some point. I haven't finished it, so I need to finish that at some point. Yeah, yeah, just killing hundreds of things, making them explode into little pieces. Mm. What could be better? Yeah, fair enough. Cool. Anyway, news! Any more news? Unless there's any more Blizzard uh, news? Not that I'm aware of. A uh, little bit of Alien Covenant news for the new film. is about uh, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender also noted that he will be playing two characters in that David will be returning and a new android whose name I have just forgotten and I will uh, Phil no because the W Will (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's Fassbender does it begin with a W this is great research yeah Fassbender Okay, uh, interlude music. Do, 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 Alien. Where's the xylophone? Yeah, where's. <laughs> Damn, I still have that. Guy Pierce is coming back as well. What? Motherfucker's dead. So it's. Walter! Walter. His name is Walter. There you go, I should remember. At least in Tim name possible, and apparently Walter doesn't like David very much, so. A bit of Android on Android uh, beef. Maybe. From Android on Android. Throw some black goo in there. Um, just come in black goo. It's uh, <laughs> uh, oh dear. Uh, it's like tar on a sandal. Um, so, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. If Can't you wait. All the bundles together with everything. It mm. comes to about 150 gigabytes. Oh my god. So, on Steam, you're able to preload Infinite Warfare right now. So, Infinite Warfare requires 74.2 gig. The Modern Warfare Remaster campaign requires 44.9 gig. Oh my god. And the Modern what? Warfare Remastered multiplayer requires 25 gig. 
Tossing up to a heady 144 gigabytes of space. Okay. Looks like I'm going to have to clear some space on my hard drive. Whoa. So, in total, modern warfare. Modern warfare. Infinite Infinite warfare and the remastered and its multiplayer. But but modern warfare on its own with the multiplayer and the remastered campaign. 75 gig. That's like three Wii U's. That's fucking ridiculous for modern warfare. And it's just Call of Duty. Those games always look the same. Yeah. They always look the same. The campaign is always the same. They haven't updated it since Modern Warfare. Yeah. So it's fucking mental. I mean, admittedly, the screenshots I've seen yeah. do seem to indicate that it is a very... I mean, it's a very mm. good-looking game. Yeah. I think aesthetically it's going to be very impressive and very detailed. Um, but... A lot of space. I mean, that is a lot for of a five-hour campaign. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a five-hour campaign, that is basically the same thing over yeah. and over again, all the way through, mowing yeah, like, down I mean, scores of that, that size itself is, I think, how much World of Warcraft is with about three or four of the expansions. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think there's going to be that much to do in Call of Duty, but I think they've expanded a bit, and that it seems like there's something like free roaming elements where you go around in your spaceship. Spice. 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 But it's it's it's. <laughs> I'm waiting. They, they've got to release Modern Warfare on its own, the remastered, right? I mean, Russ said that exactly what I agree with. He was just like, of course they will. Yeah, they have. They will at some point. It is Activision. They'll farm it as much as they can. They will. Eventually, they'll just be like, have it. And then next year, it'll, it'll be, be Modern Warfare quid. 2 remastered. Yeah, well, do you know what? To be honest, I hope they actually make remake Call of Duty 2. Call of Duty 2 was fucking awesome. PC I, version of the Xbox PC 360. Version. PC version was great. Yeah. I've been playing online on that and just the text, the clipping wasn't great, so I was able to hide inside a dead cow. Nice. <laughs> and just with a gun sticking out of the, the butthole and just being like, pew. Out, specifically out of the Excellent. butthole. Excellent. Excellent. These are, these are, this is gold. Yes. Interesting then. Um, fascinating, in fact. Um, Tarantino has announced that his tenth film will be his last. <gasps> I will believe that when it happens. Yeah, I, I still think I agree with Kevin Smith. I still think at some point Marvel will go. Here's all of the money. Mm. Make us something. What something really edgy? And yeah, Tarantino. yeah. Punisher. Get him to do like a fucking Netflix series or something. Get him to do fucking Punisher. Be, that'd be fucking great. Get him to Squirrel Girl. Get him to, get him to do an edgy Squirrel Girl. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Give him the most PG thing you can. Squirrel got strung out on crack and she's just fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, while we're on... a bit adult, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. A bit blue. Yeah, a bit blue. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we're on um, moving news, re- reboot... Sorry, reboot of Starship Troopers has been announced. Ah, right. Does not need it and will entirely yeah. miss the point of Starship Troopers. Absolutely. Which, to be the, the original film, well. kind of missed the point, yeah. Although it did get, I mean, the excellent propaganda films yes. were superb. Would you like to know, know more? more? Yeah, superb, brilliantly done. Um, Definitely. We've been Rambo as well, aren't we? Apparently so. Which is just what we need. Yes. Isn't Rambo vaguely racist? Vaguely, yeah. I think is an understatement. <laughs> I've never seen any of them, so I can't comment. It's it is it treats foreigners as. Well, foreigners basically <laughs> that need to be mown down and made not alive. It's very not. It's in Afghanistan as well, isn't it? Well, yeah, because at the time they were probably Afghanistan's pretty safe. No one will whinge about this. No, no it's like... uh, but I mean, even the second film was set in uh, flashbacks to his time in Vietnam. Mm. Yeah, where he seemed to single-handedly destroy the entire Viet Cong yes. on his own. Standing still with a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> I am the law. You know? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's not the most um, open-minded of game <laughs> films, I would imagine. No. no, definitely not. Anyway, news, news. Um, shall I carry on? Yeah, carry on. Colleen Wing has been announced. Or Colleen Wing has been announced for the Defender series. Colleen, God, shut up. <laughs> Colleen Wing. Uh, Interesting character in was in briefly in Heroes for Hire, friends with uh, Misty Knight, and I think Misty Knight's been announced for. Please Defenders for fuck's well. sake, stop rustling bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> Sorry, we never care about it. It's just I say it to everyone who comes on the first time. <laughs> so Alex there. Sorry. So just Alex there. You never said that to Alex. No, Alex scares me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit intimidated. Yeah, that she does that. Anyway, Colin Wing is going to be in the Defenders. Either you'll care about that or not, I suppose. I care about it. I care about it a lot. 
I was only joking, Jack, by the way. You can carry on. No, don't do that. I care the shit about it. Anyway, uh, news? Any, anyone got any more news? news? No, you're the only one with a list. I, okay. And also, I've shut down all my windows. So I, I have a very small list. Yeah, go on um, Olivia Munn is rumoured to be joining the cast of Predators, the new Predator film, out sometime. Um, I was going to say, it's what I think we need is another Predators film. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. There's lots of people in it. I know it's, Del Toro was... Uh, Benito Del Toro was linked to it, but then he's dropped out because... It's Predators with, better things to do. Predators with two S's this time, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just adding extra S's on the no, end. No, it's called yeah. The Predator, or The Predators, or something like that, which just... just yeah, well, if they do right. The Predator, next time they can do The Predators. So. Everyone seems to have forgotten at this late stage what it was that made the first Predator film so good. It was Arnie. The, it was Arnie. And, and also the fact that the Predator itself seemed like such an unknowable and invincible thing. Mm. And over the course of well, the last 10 million films... Adrian Brody's killed it, so that kind of... It's just, I know, that's the point. It's just become... Dude with dreadlocks. Yeah, <laughs> basically. It's just a bit of a... Oh, if it bleeds, we can kill it, and we just did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's already done. Oh shit! I tried on it. No. Oh, oh. Sorry, you had more news. News. Um, yeah, uh, Anna Kendrick rumored to be playing Robin as well, down to a Instagram post. I think with Joe Manganiello. <laughs> that's that's his name. Um, who, I think he's still playing Deathstroke. He is. Yeah. Yep. That is correct. Yeah. I'm. I. I'd be down with Anna Kendrick playing, although. It's Carrie Kelly, isn't it? She's she's really yes. playing. Well, I don't think it's going to be like Jason Todd or anyone. Like that. <laughs> um, I'd be down with her playing Carrie Kelly, um, except that Carrie Kelly's small, red-haired, fifteen-year-old, Anna Kendrick. Last time I checked, was I think probably in her thirties, and she's got dark hair. So, so, she... so with the whole cast of Dawson's Creek. Uh, true, true. Whatever. I, if they can make it work, then I'm fine with that. Because DC haven't put a foot wrong so far, so... You know, no, they're, to be I mean, trusted. They're, they're all about making films that are totally not clusterfucks from start to finish. Seen Suicide Squad yet? It's fucking awful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it, I liked it when I first saw it. And then the more I thought about it... Peer pressure. The more I just hated myself and hated the film. Bad film. And Jared Leto. Fuck me. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. And the whole that with his fucking hand in front of his face going, Look at my Joker! I'm in the hand <laughs> No, Harley, I can't come out yet. I've got to paint the face, paint the lips on my hand. Because <laughs> otherwise people won't know I'm the Joker, Harley. Leave me alone. You're the more crazy one, apparently, as well. And fuck that. Mm. Yes. Anyway, Andrew Kendrick playing Robin. Uh, last from me, the first Forza Horizon. Three uh, expansion project is going to be setting wintry New Zealand. Ooh, um, that's immediately what you think. When you think of New Zealand, you think of winter. You it's just a, it's a winter snow. themed one, and it's rumored they're going to New Zealand as well. So I, it might be they got mountains. Do you see Lord of the Rings? There's you, mountains. You drive yeah. through. There was snow. Drive through <laughs> Moria. You just mow down a Balrog. Donuts outside. <laughs> take a left at the Balrog's house. Fuck you, Bilbo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. I, would I want totally a Lord of the Rings kart, kart racing game. I want a Lord of the Rings kart racing game. That'd be amazing. <laughs> as long as it's not on Nintendo, that'll be fine. No, they've got their own kart but racing. Hey, you game. can play that anywhere, even on your real car. Mm, hey, you whilst you're driving, you just <laughs> pop it up on your steering wheel, get your mate to lean over, and two players will get to that. And Don't try and connect it to anything though, <laughs> because it won't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Goosebumps author R.L. Stein has has been signed up by Marvel Comics to produce a comic. That is good news. That is very good news. That really good, good author. So, family author. Um, Peter Molyneux's new game, The Trial, is out. You like him, don't you, Dan? I think he's a bit of a dickhole, if I'm honest. But, uh, Peter Molyneux presents Peter Molyneux's <laughs> game. Yeah. Peter Molyneux. What would happen if him and Hideo Kojima made a game? I think who would get top billing? God, it would be terrible, wouldn't it? It would be hours of credits. It would be ego <laughs> black hole. It would be a... Yeah, the credits would never end. But they would, would also never truly begin. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> a Peter Molyneux production with Hideo Kojima Productions by Peter Molyneux stuff and Hideo be, Kojima. Stuff would yeah. be happening, yeah. but you'd always see things appearing and you'd always, you'd always wonder whether this was the prologue you were still playing even four hours into the game. You're like, is this still... There's still names. 
What's that in the top? Oh, it's down at the bottom. Honey, the are, you, names. Yeah. are you playing that joint venture from Peter Molyneux and Hideo Kojima by Peter Molyneux Productions and Hideo Kojima Productions? Yes, Peter Molyneux is on the phone again. He wants to remind you that he made this game. Yes, yeah, just tell him, I know, I know, I know. It's four in the morning. Get him to leave me alone now. What's that? I've got an email from Hideo Kojima here who's reminding me that I made this game. Uh, yeah, I know he fucking made the game. But yeah, anyway. So Peter Molyneux has got, got a new game. I don't know anything about it. I just like saying Peter Molyneux. <laughs> yeah, um, so does he. <laughs> we are, he really does. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Him and his fucking bald head and his roll neck. What a bell end. What a bell end. <laughs> um, You're not Steve Jobs. <laughs> he is so trying to be yeah, Steve Jobs. Not Steve Jobs. He's still alive. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, that, was, that was excellent. Well done, sir. Um, N7 Day, rapidly approaching. Yes, Mass Effect. New Mass Effect trailer yeah. uh, is up. And it's because that's so going to be out by March, isn't it? Bull- I, when I see it, yeah. if N7 if N7 Day, they come out and they go, all this stuff is happening. I go, maybe I do believe it'll come out in March. But currently, just one screenshot. Yeah, just currently, I, I'm fully expecting N7 Day will be here at EA. We were here at um, fucking who makes who makes mess Bioware. Bioware. Bio, here at Bioware, we're working on just that one day. Just painstakingly making a fucking tree. Just some, some dude surrounded by felt tip. <laughs> just looking really out. stressed. <laughs> just a calendar. <laughs> just march circles on it. <laughs> oh shit, 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 shit. God, yeah. Some dude surrounded by takeaway trays. Just like, I just want to go home. I don't care if you're leaving me, wife. I have to finish. He's got a beard like Rasputin. He just sat there. I have to finish my pictures. I don't even remember what the ship looks like anymore <laughs> meanwhile in the next room all the real developers are there quietly putting it together yeah. Jim's just the experiment <laughs> Jim how are you doing why have you left me to do this on my own I'm not qualified I'm not yeah. I was a teacher <laughs> um, so yeah they're inviting you to enjoy the Andromeda initiative seen this is it an actual trailer or is it like a it's, it's just a, a promo it's another promo, but they're saying go to this website for N7 Day, join the Andromeda Initiative, get footage before anyone else, basically. Get a little extra stuff, emails, that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> take <laughs> <Tickle> the balls. <laughs> get the extra stuff. <laughs> get the extra stuff. Unless Jim, the, the stressed out animator, is going to come around and fondle my balls. Jim, the stressed out animator, might be a recurring character, I think, <laughs> now. Um, but... I, I still refuse to believe that game is coming out in March. There's no way. There is no way. Even Rockstar, who usually do the whole, oh, and it's out really soon, have said, yeah, we're dead next year. Yeah, like fall 2017. Yeah. We, it, it's made. We've done most of it. We're not going to have you show you some shitty trailer of us just working on a game. Yeah. But We're now into the rigorous testing phase yes. of a gigantic game. Yeah. It's going to take us months. You know, and they're, they're accepting of that. Where yeah. I, this is this is good. If, if it comes out, I will, like you said, I will join you in eating Commander Shepard's space hamster. Yeah, because we we'll do that. We've got to find it first, though, as you say. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, interesting. Alien Covenant covered that. Uh, Lego Batman movie has got a new trailer, and apparently, people have seen bits of it, and they say it's really good. Oh, that's what I got for that. I believe that you believe that. <sighs> Tim Miller, who was on, who made the Deadpool film. He's moved on from Deadpool and he's now making a Sonic the Hedgehog film. Oh, Jesus. Right. So he's not deterred by the fact that they've not been able to make a decent Sonic the Hedgehog game since the first or second one. No, I don't think he should be deterred by the fact that Sonic's appearances have only been good on, I can count, probably two or three various different ventures. Um, which yeah, good is good fun of the Olympics with Mario. Sonic 1. I was a big fan of the Sonic and Sonic Mario of the Olympics. That's true. So Sonic 1, Sonic 2, good games. Mm-hmm. Sonic 3. Kind of, not really. Sonic and Knuckles was good. I really like Generations. Bearing in mind how much time has gone in between 2 and Generations there. I'm going to go Mean Bean Machine as well. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. So the fact that you know this, yeah. and that you know all these titles... Well, I know Dr. Robotnik's Mean, Mean Bean Machine. Yeah, <laughs> it was like uh, columns. The fact that both yeah. of you know this, it's basically just yeah, columns. It was it concerns me deeply. Well, you know what? You must have. I had on like a six pack with all the other Mario games mm. on my Mega Drive Two. Oh, there you go. When yeah. I was six, all the other Mario games. 
Oh, man. Did I say Mario again? Yeah. Nerd culture's <laughs> going crazy right now. Yeah, it's all going a bit strange. I think we'd get in trouble. Mm. I'm just going to say Sonic, and we can edit that over the top. Sonic. No, I'm not editing shit. <laughs> right. Um, Sonic. I, I'm, but yeah, um, he's going to be doing that. I'd like to have seen him do another Deadpool film, if I'm honest, but... Couldn't get it done. Deadpool's great. Deadpool was good. Really, really good film. Love is blind. No. No. You are. Blind. <laughs> it's just, it is really quotable. It is really good. It's very clever. Lovely. It's very, it's just silly. It's just really, really silly. Which I, I love his sense of humour. It's brilliant. As I say, my favourite bit in the whole thing is the whole bit where he's just been told he's got cancer. And he's sitting there and she goes, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, I had the uh, Liam Neeson dream again. <laughs> I kidnapped. I kidnapped. He still had to kidnap his kids, and he just wasn't having it. And then time passes, and there's like a couple of minutes, and they're lying in bed, and he just turns and looks at her and goes, oh, "You know, they made uh, three of those films." <laughs> I'm beginning to think he's not a very good dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and that's enough of that news. I think we're done. News. Oh no, that's that's it. Yeah, everything. Uh, yes, although I'm really looking forward to part two. Part two, <coughs> it, it's going to get uh, I the think sequel. It's going to be yeah. savage, savage, I reckon, <laughs> um, and light-hearted. I think some some home truths. Yeah, um, Nintendo's chickens are coming home to roost, y'all. Either if you if if you are intrigued about our opinions on the Switch, I, and, and bear in mind, this is literally our opinions on mm. what has been seen so far. Yes. We are going to base all of our ranting, raving, screaming, and excitement on what has been seen. Yeah. Not on anything like prejudice at all. <laughs> We're not going to let any feelings cloud our judgment without even a hint of irony. There might be a hint. There might be a hint. Right, we're going to go there. So thanks for listening, and we'll be back uh, very soon. So thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.